Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by VIP digital editor Bronwyn O'Neill. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm very good and you're back to talk one of your favourite subjects, Pamela Anderson. My, I think might be like one of my top <laughs> subjects. I just adore her. I mean, maybe like, I was going to say like every little girl, but maybe not like every little girl, but I just saw her and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. She looked, you know, she looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah, that's so like, exactly it. Yeah. Like, as in, immediately when I saw her, I was like so obsessed with her. And then obviously growing up, mm-hmm. I learned a lot about her and I was so, I was really, really excited. And she's like, you know, being quite media shy mm-hmm. in recent years for obvious reasons and very good reasons as well. So I was really excited for her documentary to come out. Um, it dropped today on Netflix and it is a big boy. She's mm-hmm. she's one, it's one episode, it's a film and it's like almost two hours long mm-hmm. and I sat down and I just devoured every single scene, every single moment and it, it's really, it's like really eye-opening and like I was going to say her life has been really, really tough, but she says herself, you know, she's not a victim. She doesn't want this mm-hmm. to be like her talking about how tough her life was. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Like she says like she didn't have a tough life. Now, that is not true. She <laughs> went through like quite a lot um, from like her childhood. Her like parents had quite an explosive marriage. Her mm-hmm. dad was like an alcoholic and kind of this. Her parents used to be breaking up a lot throughout her childhood she was molested as a child she like was sexually assaulted like several times throughout her teenage years so like like and young teenage teenage years like 12 13 14 mm-hmm. which is like really really tough to hear and to hear her say it and just be like yeah you know that happened and you had to kind of I had to just move on because I didn't know where to go or to say or what to do yeah. and her kind of outlet, I suppose, or her like kind of reclaiming her sexuality, understanding, first of all, what sexuality was, because as a little girl, that includes being 12, 13, 14, being a teenager, you know, you, you don't really understand that you kind of have this idea, maybe as you get into your teens, what it is. But, you know, she was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when she started doing Playboy, it was a way to like understand her sexuality, reclaim it kind of take power back um, after all these really, really awful things had happened to her. Um, and then she kind of just got boxed into this, like, yeah. sex pot. And it's really, really upsetting because she, if, if you have seen the documentary or if you've even watched interviews with her, she is so intelligent, she, t- intelligent and she's so well-spoken and she's such a calming presence mm-hmm. that I think, like, she just lights up a room in a way that isn't just because she's like running around in a red swimsuit and Baywatch or like mm-hmm. posing for Playboy. She like she has a lot to say and I love listening to her talk about her life, talk about, you know, yeah. her marriages, talk about being a mother and like her, her career. Like she's such an interesting life and to like I suppose they obviously do discuss the the Hulu T V show of which course. is on Disney Plus yeah. here, um Pam and Tommy. And like that, you know, it reduced her to like two or three years of her life, which were like really traumatizing, where she's done so much more interesting things 
outside of those years and mm-hmm. outside of Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, but so do you know what I, I, what I like? Because I've only gotten to watch half of it because I had to come to work, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so I've only seen half of it. But I did love at the start of it where she's looking through old home movies almost. Like she's all these cassette tapes and she's going through old footage with Tommy Lee and they kind of, and she's laughing away at it and like he's he's kind of saying not so nice things to her and stuff and she's still laughing away to it and she kind of finds, I suppose, the good in it and that that's kind of the aura she gives off. Like she has this goodness about her and she's, as you say, really calming and just, I don't know, just really kind. She seems to have a really kind vibe about, about her. Yeah, I think like what she's been through her entire life, you could really just become someone who like in a very dark headspace and she seems to have gone the opposite way and she speaks about her marriage to Tommy Lee which was very strange Mm -hmm. Um, you know it ended with when he like assaulted her he he went to jail for domestic abuse Mm -hmm. um, and she like you know was had the strength to leave him at the time and Mm -hmm. she speaks about like having he didn't want a divorce and she was like well I have Two, we like the, they have um, two sons together, but mm-hmm. at the time they were like one was and like baby, like not even a year old, and the other one was maybe two. Mm-hmm. She's like, I have to do what's best for my sons, mm-hmm. and you know she she did that, and like, it, but it wasn't easy for her, and she like romance. She she says, you know, like she always looks back and looks back at a family, and she in the documentary even says that like Tommy Lee is probably the love of her life, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like. <laughs> really sad or Mm. what because like what happened in their relationship first of all when they started going out he well when they started going out (laughs) they knew each other for four days before they got married but yeah he was like so she didn't I know she had this kind of image of maybe being like a party girl or Mm -hmm. you know going out all the time but she like never had done drugs and he was like basically drugging her he was putting ecstasy in her drink and she didn't wasn't aware of this so like that's how their relationship started and like to go from there like where you know that that's a pretty bad thing to do yeah. so where do you go from there in in terms of that and they they bring other people in to talk about their relationship as well like people who worked on um Baywatch with her and they talk about kind of his he was very controlled and he'd be on set at any time that she was on set um, and that, and she was like oh was, I thought it was really romantic but now looking back I know that it was like a very controlling and jealous way to be mm-hmm. and you know I think back in the 90s when they were going out there wasn't like talk about coercive control, control and like yeah. abuse that like mm-hmm. abuse that wasn't just physical abuse so mm-hmm. that's like I, I just was like oh yeah you would think that's really romantic until you take a step back and kind of realise why, like, he was there because he wanted to make sure she wasn't doing anything that was, mm. you know, bad. I, I don't know, he just wanted to know what she was doing, why she was doing it, who she was doing it with. Yeah. It was it was a control thing. Mm. And, Which almost you know, makes that, that Hulu um, series even worse, so, in that case. Oh, absolutely. And mm. the Hulu series is based on, like, Tommy Lee's memoir, so... You know, it's not even Pamela's side of things. Even if they did reach out to her or ask her for her permission. Yeah. And she speaks about, you know, being a bit confused with how they could go ahead without getting her permission because it's her I'm life. Sorry. And her yeah. two sons, um, Brandon and Dylan, they, you know, are also 
kind of like why would you know it's it's one of them I they both look very similar so I'm sorry I cannot tell them apart but um, <laughs> one of them says like he you know how can they make a TV show about people's lives or talking to them because they don't actually like you know the people who make this show didn't know what was going on inside mm-hmm. their relationship what conversations they were having and they made like an eight part series it's been like nominated for awards and everything yeah. and it's weird it's, it feels a bit weird to me because like Fair enough, they did a really good job at acting it, but it's, you know, weird to be awarding that kind of thing, especially seeing as Pamela has spoken out so, so much against it to, as far as coming back onto Instagram, which she had left a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. She's doing this Netflix documentary. She came out with her own book to talk about it because she wants people to hear her story in her own words because mm-hmm. once again, that narrative had, be, had been taken out of her control because... Mm-hmm the infamous sex tape was stolen and, you know, released into the world without her consent. And then her story about it was released without her consent. It just, it must be, it must be really, really tough to kind of just have to sit there and grin and bear it. Yeah, it really is. But it's really nice. As I say, I've only seen half of it. I'm going home to watch the rest of it. But it, it, she does a really good job in it. Like she's not going in all angry and giving out and, and all that. It's actually a really lovely watch. Like, I'm not ruining it for anyone, but it kicks off where she's got back at her family home, like just picking flowers or picking vegetables. And it's very just, you know, there's such a lovely vibe to it that she's kind of created with it. It's, it is. It's so lovely. It really is like a look inside her life in. And I, I suppose that was kind of what people wanted. They want to know what yeah. does what Pamela Anderson yeah, do? Who and who is she? And yeah. what does she do? Yeah. And they had this idea of like, a Playboy bunny who goes around lingerie every day all day yeah, yeah. in like high heels and she's like walking around with no makeup on and like she's picking flowers and she's practicing for her Broadway show and she's you know going out and she's looking at all her shoes and she's spending time with her two sons who she like is seems just like the best mother too and she's so proud of her her sons and mm. she's doing up houses and she's you know she's living so her normal, life isn't she she's such a normal she's, person she's such a normal person she's doing things that women in their 50s do because she's yeah. in her 50s yeah and... you'd never think it though she's amazing no. like, she's she looks amazing. amazing she still has her like very iconic 90s eyebrows which I'm kind of like <laughs> yeah, really Pamela, please <laughs> yeah I know I saw loads of people on like different posts going bring them back I'm like do not bring those back <laughs> don't no we don't want those back no. <laughs> they can stay I... where they are <laughs> I do enjoy the Pamela bun I do do it yeah. sometimes I think it's so cool it's so iconic but the eyebrows and even the like dark lip liner I don't know if I love it um, <laughs> I think I think Pam can, can pull that off yeah. and maybe no one else can I think so too I think she can have that one we'll let her have yeah. that one but yeah so Pamela Love Story is on Netflix at the moment it was released today it is only one watch you don't have a series so it's almost two hours long and definitely worth it I think anyway absolutely sit down maybe tonight Wednesday a Wednesday night like a good night get like a little pizza Mm -hmm. treat yourself treat Treat yourself (laughs) (laughs) VIP digital editor Bronwyn O'Neill thank you very much for chatting to us thanks for having me